Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Sweat in the City Confessions of a Personal Trainer, Part 1. I wrote a book many years ago. I think I'd have to look back, but I, I want to say it was over 10 years ago that I have yet to publish. And it is just one book that I have that I wrote and is still sitting on my computer. I do things and have done things a little differently in, in many aspects of, of my career, but with books, generally speaking, the way you do it is you write a proposal. And that proposal can be 60, 70, 80, 100 pages long, and it is a pitch. It's a pitch for your book, and then you either have an agent or you don't, and you use that proposal to get a book deal. And then when you get that book deal, you write the book. But quite often that proposal precedes getting the deal. I, back in the day, said, you know what? I have these ideas and I love to write and I need to get these ideas out of my head and put them in a book form before I get the book deal. And that's what I did with Sweat in the City. Wrote this book, then got an agent. And long story short, we did get offers for it. <laughs> we got offers for the book, but... I also got an offer from a uh, from what was William Morrow, uh, and they said we we like this book, but we'd rather you write a book about the gym that you would write about how to get the most out of your gym. So I shelved Sweat in the City, and I wrote uh, Beat the Gym, and I let it sit. And I've written other books since then, and that one is sitting. But what is that about? It is my tell all about being a trainer for so many years. And I spent the vast majority of those years in New York City at so many different clubs with such great stories, such great stories. So 
This is the first in what I think will be just a series of fun, hopefully entertaining, but also educational, true stories. Names will be changed or omitted and or omitted to protect the innocent and the guilty and the hungry. And I think I'm even going to have on some friends that I worked with back in the day because they're just great stories. The Wild West, such a different industry back then than it is today. And I'm going to have friends on that I worked with because I know you'll get a kick out of that and the discussions and conversations we have. And this will also include, by the way, great stories about the group fitness world. Uh, You know, I taught group cycling, boot camp, abs class, all of that stuff. And it's all in the book. And as I start to talk about it for this show, I'm thinking that maybe I have to dust that that book off and get get it back out there. I'd have to change some stuff to make it fit for today because it was written, you know, years ago and and some things have changed, just the the context, but I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, so going to start with just three stories, three fun stories, one about natural bodybuilding, one about a crazy side job, one of many that comes out of these types of careers, if you stick with it long enough. And I'm going to finish up with a story about a great opportunity I had after sticking it out to go to Mexico to a celebrity resort, train the owner, and just this crazy, amazing experience I had after working my butt off for so many years. So, yeah, Sweat in the City, Confessions of a Personal Trainer, Part 1. This is great for everybody. I mean, if you're a personal trainer starting out or, you know, relatively new to the business, I think you'll really enjoy this. And those people who just enjoy kind of salacious stories, fun, entertaining stories, you'll you'll get a kick out of this too, I think. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. 
Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Sweat in the City, Confessions of a Personal Trainer. Let me start with a story. My experience with natural bodybuilding. This was an interesting period in my life. And how it all started was when I made that decision way back in the 90s that this was going to be my career and just starting in in the clubs in New York City and working 16 plus hour days for years, things happen, right? You get involved with different aspects of the industry. And I've said before that when I did make that decision, I said, okay, I'm going to get as much experience as possible in so many different areas of the business. I'm going back to school. I'm going to get all those certifications, advanced degrees, things like that. But then I'm going to grind. I'm going to grind. And one of the clubs I worked at, uh, I'm going to keep the name <laughs> to protect the, uh, the, the innocent and guilty. As I said earlier, I, I had one club, one main club, but I worked at them all in New York City. And that was where I spent the vast majority of my time learning the ropes, training hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients, teaching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of classes as well. So for those of you who are in the business, and this business has changed so much right now with social media, uh, didn't exist back then. It was just starting. The internet was just starting late 90s to really take off. But you 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 spent hours and, and days in the gym. And this one gym that I really spent the vast majority of my time working in, it was underground. There were no windows. So I would get there in the dark, right? 5 a.m., usually maybe a couple minutes before. And I would oftentimes leave in the dark, never having seen the sunlight. You just grinded it out, client after client after client. But what also happens, and this makes the business so difficult, you know, I don't think people truly understand that if you don't train a client, you don't get paid. And not only <laughs> uh, do you not get paid, you're not getting paid a lot. I mean, back in the day, if the session cost, let's let's put it into context, you know, with the time, let's say $80, $100 was a lot back then. Let's say 100 for nice round numbers. The trainer got a fraction of that depending on what was supposed to be experienced, but even that didn't that didn't ring true. And I'll talk about that in another show. But let's say you got like $18, $20, $22 of that hundred. And what happens is you schedule clients and people cancel. Often last minute, and you don't get paid. And if you have eight, nine, 10 clients on your books for that day, it was not unusual for half or more to cancel. It's exercise. Now, yes, we're supposed to enforce a 24-hour cancellation policy. Some of us did, some of us didn't. And that's tricky. It's tricky, especially when you have a client you've worked with for a long time. Okay, but if you don't train that client, you don't get paid. And now you're sitting around the gym doing nothing. Why do I bring all this up? Well, When I started to really get into this and people were canceling and you go, you know, now I've got an hour to kill, but you have another client coming up after that. So you can't really leave necessarily. What do you do? 
And I said, you know what? I'm going to start working out. I'm going to work out like crazy. And I'm going to have a goal. I'm going to have a goal of doing my first natural bodybuilding show. Now, I've talked about before one of the ways I knew that I was in the industry I should be. Back in, you know, seventh, eighth grade, I was reading the books on bodybuilding. I was lifting weights in my own home gym in my basement. I was already into it. Already into it. You know, Franco Colombo, first book I ever read about bodybuilding and strength training. And that was the plan I followed. And it still holds up today. So this is what I said. I said, I'm not going to sit around and waste time. I'm going to do two things. Uh, One of two things, right? I was either studying for my next certification and or I was working out. And I said, okay, let's have a goal. Let's have a specific reason for doing this. So yes, I would work out on my own time as well. But because I was trying to pack as many clients in as possible because you needed to make money, when they canceled, I worked out. And this obviously solved so many issues, right? Clients, potential clients, I should say, saw me working out. So you personal trainers out there that are working in a gym, you are always on stage. I wrote about this as what I said in books and in that book specifically and in articles as well. So like, I want to be in front of those people that were potential clients. So they are seeing me work out. I'm in front of them. And over time, as I got in better and better shape, that's good for business. That was good for business. So it made sense. If I was really going to maximize my time and my value and my perceived value, I'm going to work out and I'm going to do it as much as possible in front of the people that are potential customers and clients. Okay. So over time, got, got in pretty good shape, (laughs) got in really good shape and went down to West Virginia to do my first bodybuilding show, natural bodybuilding show. Now I say natural, I have to qualify that. It was a lie detector test for the first show I ever did. Lie detector. And I'm pretty sure it was my first time ever taking a lie detector test, but I'm pretty sure the tester was not qualified. Why do I say that? Because I saw many of the people who passed, quote unquote, this test. And I know some people think you can't tell if someone's on steroids by looking at them. Um, Yes, you can. (laughs) Someone who's been in the business a long time absolutely can. Is it 100% accurate, your, your visual not a hundred, but pretty darn close. Okay. So I'm down there, West Virginia. And I was actually with my girlfriend who is now my wife. And I've said this story, told this story many times before. I'm shocked after that experience that she uh, stuck it out with me because it's, it's a strange world. You know, I know some bodybuilders may be listening and, you know, listen, it's, it's an interesting world. uh, But you do things like, you shave your entire body, essentially, and then you put on, uh, I, don't, I don't even know if it still exists. I assume it does. It was called Protan. And Protan back in the 90s was, as I call it, basically making you look like an Oompa Loompa. So <laughs> here I am in this, you know, uh, relatively inexpensive hotel motel in West Virginia with my girlfriend painting me like you literally had a brush and you sprayed this stuff on. And you were trying to get as dark as possible, (laughs) as dark as possible. And I'll never forget my wife behind me, painting me up. I'm standing on a towel in this hotel the night before the show. And I hear her say, well, 
this is the strangest thing I've ever done <laughs> with a boyfriend before. Uh, and one thing about natural bodybuilding that I'm so thankful for, it's I learned so much, so much about dieting down, about carb depletion. And this is how I know when people tell me they're off carbs and have been off carbs for a long time. And I look at them and they look happy <laughs> that they're not really knowledgeable about what carbs are. Why do I say that? When you truly deplete your carbs, as you do for bodybuilding, it's brutal. It's brutal physically. It's brutal mentally. It's, it just, it was hard. And then to train clients when I was dieting down before a show was just brutal. You realize how much your brain relies on that. Yes, you can go into ketosis and all that stuff, topic for another day, but Trust me, if you're truly doing it right, especially for bodybuilding, the extremes, it's hard. And so I learned yet another great experience in my, you know, uh, past about dieting, about discipline. And this is why I say that bodybuilding, yeah, you know, you can never take away how disciplined the top people are. Nutrition, working out, cardio, all of that. But what I can say from having done it numerous times Usually the most unhealthy guy wins and, and woman. What do I mean by that? You're also depleting water. You know, again, even in natural shows, people are doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. But that doesn't take away from the discipline, from the incredible work that people put into that. So I'm happy I did it in that regard. Uh, and one really, like, uh, incredible experience was when you deplete your carbs. So for a show, you deplete your carbs, especially right before the show. And, and also water. You know, I, I took natural diuretics. You don't drink water. It gets dangerous. But right before the show, right before, what do you do? You take in honey and baby food and just, you know, pancakes and syrup. What are you doing? You're trying to bring out that vascularity. And when you do it right, it is bizarre. And I will never forget, not this show, but another show that I'll get to at the end of this, but I didn't time it right. And so show's over. I'm in the shower. And all of a sudden, I look at my arms and body, and it was just incredible. So you depleted your body. You put it back in right before the show, and you're going to see vascularity. You're going to pump up your body in a way that's truly amazing to see how the human body works. When I did that first show, you do prejudging, which is where you stand in front of the judges. There's no audience and they tell you to do, you know, certain poses. You do certain poses, uh, turn to the right, turn to the left, all this kind of stuff. So I am at the far right and prejudging and the judges say quarter turn to your left. So I do it. Now I'm facing the curtain because I'm on the far side and I hear the judges say your left. And I'm thinking, OK, which bodybuilder doesn't know his right from his left? And then I hear number seven, whatever it was, your left. And I look down at my tiny little, uh, what do we call it, Speedo bathing suit that you're wearing. And that's a topic for another day as well. Uh, and it was me. <laughs> it was me. So I did a quick spin around and yes, you know, doing things wrong from the get go. And by the way, I did not work on my routine. So... You actually put together a posing routine and people pay posing coaches and spend a lot of money and a lot of time. And it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's not just 
fly by night. You don't just go out there and do it. But I did. <laughs> I was kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, didn't really put together a routine. Just watched what people did before me and went out there and faked it. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Kind of took all my improv training, acting training, things like that. That will come up in the next story. But what a great experience. It was, you know, from a nutritional standpoint, so eye-opening uh, in so many different ways. So I'm glad I did it. And I actually did it a couple more times. I won a small, small show, small show in New York City, which was good and bad. It was fun. And, you know, again, small show. But I thought, oh, let me go do a bigger show. Let me go do a big show. So there was like a championships in New York City, much bigger show, people from all over. And one thing about these shows is quite often backstage, people keep their shirts on, you know, sweatshirts. So you don't necessarily see people till you walk right out on stage. Why do I say this? Because right before we went out, everyone, you know, took off their shirts. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is supposed to be natural. And these guys look like superheroes. I mean, some of these guys looked better than any bodybuilder I had ever seen. And you'll probably never hear of most of these people. And I walk out on stage with these guys and I'm in good shape. I'm nowhere near as big or as, you know, uh, just as big as these guys are and symmetrical, the whole nine yards. And my, my wife slash uh, or girlfriend at the time is in the, in the, one of the front rows and, uh, you know, there's people cheering because now uh, it's the um, it's when the audience is there, but it gets quiet for a second. And right as we walk out, I hear my wife <laughs> drop an expletive like, oh, you know, <laughs> expletive. In other words, like, I can't believe he's trying to compete against these guys. So that was the last show I ever did. That was the last show I ever did. But it worked on so many levels. As I said, as a personal trainer starting out who needed to spend time in the gym, who needed to get in shape, who needed to learn more and more about the human body, you know, this was one of the things I did at the start of my career to get more clients. You know, I had clients say, you know, come up to me and say, you know, I saw you working out and I want to work out with you. So just an example of of hustling and doing the right thing when you're starting out uh, to maximize your opportunity for success. I probably will never do it again, uh, you know, but it was it was a great experience. Another experience um, in my many different buckets uh, to give me firsthand knowledge about certain things in health and wellness. So glad I did it. Shocked that my girlfriend at the time uh, became my wife after uh, many of those experiences I put her through, but great experience. All right. Crazy side jobs. This kind of leads right into it. This is one of the craziest jobs, and I've had many, <laughs> many in this industry and around it, but it has to go with having my body and head done up in plaster cast. Okay. Crazy experience, especially in New York City. Crazy New York City. All right. So that one, I think you're going to really, really enjoy. And I will get right to it after this final break. We'll be right back. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. So, yes, when you are a personal trainer, especially in a big city, you have all these crazy opportunities that come up um, within the industry and around it. And I also spent many years because I love to perform and I knew that I was going to do TV and videos and and stuff like I'm doing right now. So I trained in acting and I did a lot of stand-up comedy and a lot of improv, even music, just love to perform and and loved fitness. And and now I get to put the, the two together, which is just exactly what I was working towards. So I had an agent, kind of a typical, you know, New York agent uh, would send me out on some pretty random things. Some pretty random things. So, you know, I was always open uh, for the next experience. But this one, this one threw me a little bit. So agent said, hey, I got something for you. It's downtown. Not quite sure. It's something about, you know, uh, a museum exhibit and your body and bodybuilding. But just go down. Paid pretty well, as many of these things do. And he just said, go. So I went. So I walk in. Now, those of you who haven't been in New York City, you got all these high-rise buildings and just you never know (laughs) what's inside and and the stuff that's going on in building. It's just, you know, uh, it's New York City. It's New York City. So I walk into this space, the doors open, and it was a scene out of like a horror movie almost. There were just body parts hanging everywhere, arms and legs and, and chests and feet and hands and heads body parts hanging from the ceiling all over the place. And I'm like, what have I gotten myself into? And I walked in and these two women appear out of nowhere and they have masks on and they have overalls and they're covered in like plaster and just, and they're like, okay, you ready to go? (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm not quite sure what's going on here, but sure. And they're like, okay, change into this small bathing suit, basically what I wore on stage for the bodybuilding. And by the way, this was after, you know, I had one right after almost within the bodybuilding uh, time. So I was in that shape, right? The bodybuilding shape. Um, 
And I go and change. I come out and I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what have I got myself into? And what they told me was it was an exhibit. It was an exhibit for a museum and they needed life-size figures. And so they're going to take my body, you know, they're going to plaster cast it, and then they're going to make it into a figure for this um, museum exhibit. So I thought, okay, cool. So stood there for hours as they just would take strips of um, cloth, put it in the plaster, and start applying it to my body. So my arms, my chest, you know, all over. And then I'd have to stand there till it hardened. They would take it off in pieces, basically in halves, right? Nothing too crazy, nothing too weird. I mean, tired, you just st stood in the same place, getting paid, kind of, uh, you know, an interesting side hustle at the time. And gosh knows I needed the money at the time. Uh, but then time came to do my head. Now, I had seen the Thriller video. For those of you, who the make was it the making of the Thriller video? Michael Jackson, must have been the making of. And him getting his head plaster cast for the mask. So they said, okay, now we're doing your head. And they said, you're going to close your eyes and we're going to cover your eyes and your ears and your mouth. We're going to leave your nose open so you can breathe. And I was like, okay, this is, this is a little scary. Don't really know these people. I'm not even really sure where I am. This is New York City. And then I said, okay, so you're going to put straws up my nose, like, you know, so I can breathe. And they said, no, we don't, we don't really do that. You don't need it. We'll just keep your nostrils open. And one of the few times in my life, my heart rate took off. Like they start to put the plaster on my head, covering my eyes, covering my ears. So I can't see, and I can't really hear. And then they cover your mouth and you have to sit there and let it harden. Now they, I, I can feel them like, you know, putting it on my nose and right around my nostrils, but not, but I'm thinking all they have to do is <laughs> cover my nostrils at any point and I'm done. <laughs> And then I had to sit, I can't remember exactly, I want to say like for at least like 20, 30 minutes for it to harden. And it was so scary. I mean, like, again, I, I've done races and swims and, and jellyfish to the face and like all over the world, crazy experiences. This may be, at least at the time, definitely one of the scariest things because it was control and it was the unknown. But long story short, it was fine. And after about 30 minutes or so, it's hardened. And I'm sitting there listening, kind of, a, you know, muted sounds going on around me, uh, thinking, you know, trying to control that mental uh, self-talk so I don't freak out. Uh, and then it was over. And the cool thing about this, interesting thing was I did it a handful more times after that. And the final time, this I got a kick out of. So the final time it was for, I said, you know, what's, what's this one for? And they said, well, the CEO of a top car company is having a sculpture made of himself. And they're going to use, he wants, uh, he doesn't want his body. He wants someone else's body. And he's going to put his head on it. <laughs> so uh, they didn't do my head for that final sculpture, just the body. And somewhere is a statue of this person, shall remain nameless, with, you know, a natural bodybuilding physique and his head. So I thought that was a great final job for that type of, um, that type of experience. Yeah. All right. Final story. Final story. This was really fun, really interesting. You put a lot of time into any industry, but fitness industry, you not only have those crazy experiences, you got to pay your dues, but you also 
hopefully, if you put in enough time and work and, you know, get expertise and uh, you, you get some really fun, fun uh, experiences as well. And this was one of those way back when. Had an opportunity to go to Mexico and train a person, woman, who owned uh, an incredible resort. Okay, she owned a celebrity retreat. This woman was, you know, uh, someone you would know. And her resort was where the celebrities would go because it was so remote, because it had its own airstrip. Uh, I was told that the year prior that Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> shows you how long ago this was, when they were married, they had rented out the entire place. It wasn't a big place. It was like 10 uh, different uh, rooms, buildings, all separate. And then this woman, the owner's private residence was right next door. Uh, so I had this incredible experience. Uh, owned, but yeah, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston rented out, as I said, the entire place for New Year's Eve. I suppose it was amazing. So I got to train this woman just twice a day. Great gig, right? Once in the morning, once in the evening, and then was on my own for the rest of the time, which was amazing. And she had this really unique gym that fit kind of the design of the resort. And I should say, you know, unique experience in that I had the the black suburban pick me up with the bodyguards, uh, with the beards and the guns, little unnerving being Mexico and everything drove me to the resort and had a great, amazing week training the woman and training myself too. You have a lot of downtime, right? So I would go on incredibly hot, you know, runs uh, through the, the, you know, desert area around, um, swims in the pool, swims in the ocean, uh, just getting great workouts in and had some interesting experiences with that. Uh, two being, um, I was looking at the private airstrip and, talking with the owner, and there were tires all over the runway. And I said, why are there tires all over the runway? And she said, well, drug dealers used to just land. And they would just land, and cars would come flying up, and, you know, drugs would be smuggled in right from that <laughs> airstrip. So she said that one time she was walking right near the airstrip, and all of a sudden— these helicopters came down, landed, and her entire security detail, she turned around, was gone, just disappeared. <laughs> it turned out that the people in the helicopters were government people coming after and trying to um, uh, stop a, a drug deal from happening. But suffice it to say that that taught her that that current security force um she needed a new one. So uh, she was told, you know, you got to cover this landing strip, make it hard for the drug smugglers to use your private airstrip as one of their drop off and pickup points. So I thought that was kind of scary and interesting at the same time. And then just one final kind of side story. The gym was small and, and again, really just perfect for the location and, and the environment, but it didn't have a lot of space. So she said, Tom, I want you to go through the gym and tell me what you like, what you don't like, what you think I should get rid of or keep or whatever. And so, you know, knowing that celebrities were the main clientele, that was a factor in the space and everything. So I was looking and in the corner was a chin-up bar and pull-up station, you know, kind of a one-piece uh, chin-up and dip station, pull-ups. Uh, so I thought, you know, this is kind of, you know, Back at the time, didn't make much sense given what she had, given who were coming, just didn't fit. 
And I said, you know, this is probably something I'd pull out and gave her a couple other ideas um, as equipment to take the place. And I said, why do you have that, though? It's, it's interesting. And she said, oh, well, Bobby asked me to get it before he came. And I said, who's Bobby? <laughs> and she said, uh, Bobby De Niro. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. And I'm thinking for a second. I go, I get it. I get it. And I said, that must have been when he was preparing for Cape Fear. And she said, how did you know? She was shocked. <laughs> I said, well, it makes complete sense, right? In Cape Fear, he's playing what? A former, you know, prisoner. And how do they get their bodies? In shape, they're doing body weight exercises and chin-ups and pull-ups and dips. Uh, and he's someone, and if you saw the opening to that movie, you know, his body looked like someone who did that. And that was kind of cool. And she was like, you're absolutely right. Uh, but that was cool that, you know, he truly prepared his body in the way that you would for that role if you were that person. So thought that was kind of fun. Uh, so there you have it. First episode, kind of getting you started. Uh, three fun stories from, you know, my years back as a personal trainer. There's so many more. Just kind of wanted to whet your appetite. Uh, again, going to bring in some friends, amazing stories, amazing experiences. For those of you personal trainers out there, you know, hopefully some of this helps. I know it's a totally different world right now, but many of the the lessons will apply. And, oh, yeah, I got many more stories, much different and uh, all over the place, especially with the group fitness world and things like that. So look forward to those shows as well. All right. Sweat in the City, Confessions of a Personal Trainer, Part 1, the natural bodybuilding. We got the, the side job of having sculptures made and fearing for my life. And then amazing trip to Mexico. It's one of the kind of, uh, you know, highlights of, of making it to that point where you're training celebrities and professional athletes and, and fun things like that. All right. Thank you for listening. Please rate the show. If you have not already subscribe to the podcast. Again, I'm going to have a mix of shows. We're going to have, you know, the PhD guys on. I'm going to talk about all the science and stuff like that. But every now and again, we need a break. We need some fun entertainment, but you're always going to learn something. Um, hopefully. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Again, if you want to reach out, Tom H. Fit, Twitter and Instagram, Tom H. Fit. You can go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through the site there. And remember, having fun here today, but there are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths and our attitudes. That's awesome. I'm Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. 
because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you gotta get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 